Hey everyone, and welcome to the BZ Paracast, episode 29. I'm your host, Black Six, and as always, I'd like to thank you all for downloading and listening to the show. This month, I start talking to Nuju Metru and 555555555 about the current short story contest going on right now. And then I talked to XCCJ and Takuma Nuva about the 2012 Hero Factory sets. And as per usual, Mixmeeg has brought us another song for the show. Uh, it doesn't sound like a lot, but I think you will enjoy it. We uh, definitely have a lot of good insight about the sets, and we get you the information you need to know for the contest. So without further ado, I'm going to let you get right to it. Okay, with me now are Nuju Metru and 555555555555 to talk about the current short story contest, Title Twisters. How's it going, guys? Pretty well. Pretty well. How's it going with you, Andrew? Ah, not too bad. So we got this short story contest going on. Why don't you tell us uh, where the title came from and what it's all about? Title is actually my idea. Uh, I'm going to take full credit for that. And uh, it, the, the contest is titled Title Twisters. And what that entails is uh, you've got uh, the name of any Bionicle comic throughout all the years. You take that name, title your short story that, but make the meaning and the story and the plot and all that stuff different from the comic. Right, so you, make your, you take the title and you make the title fit your story. It leads to some interesting, mm-hmm. interesting compositions. All right, uh, what kind of rules... Do uh, entrants have to uh, follow to enter into this contest, aside from the the title thing? Anything they need to uh, take note of? They must be short stories. Define (laughs) short. (laughs) We've actually tried to make a kind of a minimalistic set of rules. Uh So we actually have no restriction on word count. No actual restriction. We just say, be reasonable or whatever. Okay, that's so it's... It's always good to, to make things as open to as many people as possible. Yeah. So how have uh, the entries been going so far? Uh, better than expected. We have 28 so far, and I'm expecting a significant number to still flood in in the last minute. So we got five days left when I'm saying this, and less than that when this will go on air. Right, so when is the, uh, the deadline for those people who want to rush something together at the last minute? That would be December 2nd at midnight, so... Eastern time? PST. Oh, Pacific. Because we're, we're so nice. people for the loop. Yeah, give them those extra three hours to get things done. Yep. All right, and so once uh, the entry period ends, how are we determining who the winner is going to be? Uh, there's uh, a... You want to go? We're going to do judges, and it's going to be kind of tricky because they're, we're thinking we'll get like 40 entries... So we're going to have to do some strange stuff to uh, to deal with that. And yeah. Obviously, we're not going to expect our voters to vote uh, on one out of 40 stories. So the judges will kind of narrow things down and use their uh, judicious power to uh, decide which stories are really noteworthy and excellent. And then those will be the final competitors. Oh, okay. Well, now you're going into something else, which is interesting. We decided here is to have two sets of winners where we have we have a preliminary round of judging, so then we get like five entries out of that, and then we have 
after that uh, a poll that will choose winners from that. So that will be a yeah. public poll, and that will be open. And then we'll have the judges' selection. So, all right. So that's a nice little uh, variety because you have the the popular vote and and then the the judges as well. So yeah. um, that should hopefully um, you know reduce um, people complaining about you know the judges being biased because at least there will still be a chance for for them to uh, to get a prize. Yes. Right, the judges being biased or the voters being biased, and it's right. kind of like it's kind of like Rotten Tomatoes, right, where you have the critics choice and the viewers choice exactly but uh you know and also then having the judges eliminates the need for everyone to read through you know 28 to 40 stories to determine no, the winner because i think be that's kind of unreasonable to ask people to do right i mean i wish they would do that that would be excellent if they could <laughs> but who's going to sit down and read for just hours and hours all these entries right yeah the, the voting period would have to be uh quite long to give people time to do that so as opposed to like bbc contests or art contests where you can just look at it and only examine it for like a minute or whatever and make a pretty good decision exactly all right so uh, we definitely do encourage uh if you haven't contributed yet definitely do something because there are going to be some fabulous prizes from what i hear yes it's a fabulous competition (laughs) what i hear yeah, John, you came to me uh, the other day asking about prizes, and I've agreed to donate some uh, prototypes from the BZ Power prototype stash to the winners. So you guys who are entering have that to look forward to. Um, so and eternal their, glory. Yes, of course. There's always there's always the pride in knowing that you know you placed in, in a contest. Winning stuff is always cool, um, and and so is the pride. Any. Um, any entries or anything that's been uh, sticking out that you want to highlight so far or any examples you want to give to someone who might be considering entering so they know the kind of thing you're looking for? Uh, that's tricky. Judges are not really supposed to read the entries apparently until they're all in, which is kind of a cool rule. And I found out about about it, of course, after I'd read three entries. <laughs> um, I demand a recount. Yeah. It's, it's interesting the titles that people have chosen for the first 28 entries because you look through the titles and some stick out like as being things that you could easily base the story off of like Death of a Hero or... Yeah, I, I just pulled out one of my own comics and uh, randomly the title Endgame, which is obviously a very versatile and uh, Right, Endgame, title. Showdown, Hanging by a Thread. But here yep. two people have chosen to trap a Tonoch, which is a very... Ooh. A very different title for most of the other ones. Yes. Right, that's, yeah, kind of um, traps you. Well, maybe not, well traps, haha. <laughs> um, yeah. But it kind of gives you a, a little more structure, a little more stuff to work off of, rather than uh, a very broad um, right. It still certainly is really broad, because you can... I, this, <laughs> this comic is called Endgame, but I could make my story about ice cream, you know? As long as I somehow relate it back to the title, it's still valid, which is really a... Very open field for the writers. Well, I don't know. Do they have ice cream in the Bionicle universe? I'm sure that someone could make it happen. <laughs> Just make it in the far future where they invent ice cream. It'd be excellent. Greg, can we canonize ice cream in Bionicle? Please. <laughs> All right. So uh, entry period ends December 2nd. Uh, some awesome prototype prizes and eternal fame and glory on BZ Power up for grabs. Anything else you guys want to... Uh, talk about 
if anybody wants to be a judge, then they are welcome to PM myself or Vlox or me about that. Right. So, does uh, being a judge mean you can't enter? No. No. If you, you can't are a judge, enter. Are allowed to enter. Okay. Actually, yeah. I believe Aaron and I both intend to enter this. Oh yeah, I forgot I was supposed to enter. <laughs> I started on that. Well, well you still got a few, a little few more days. To, to make it so you aren't judging your own entry, of course. But I think I think I'm gonna have to write my story and game about ice cream. See how that does in the voting. <laughs> Only if you make it past the uh, yeah. the initial round of judges. Judges might not like me. You never know. All right. So uh, you said contact uh, yourself or Velox um, if you want to be a judge. And the more the merrier. Um, you know, obviously there's gonna be a, a good number of stories to go through. So. The more judges that you have, I'm sure the, the faster that process will go. The more judges we have, the less work I have to do. The more judges <laughs> we have, the faster it'll be and the more accurate it'll be. Right. Yeah. The more the more judges you have, the better. And actually, this, this uh, runs into another subject. We're trying to keep the judging period short, which some contests, it runs out for a month. Half the judges go AWOL and... Things mm -hmm. go to pot and you get the winner after nobody okay. cares anymore. Yeah. If you do want to be a judge, be sure that you're actually going to be present and helpful. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. So we're going to try and keep it down to a week or possibly two weeks, which will be kind of a, a challenge. All right. Well, good luck with that. And definitely people uh, volunteer to be judges. You know, I've, I've uh, had a judge... Uh, a couple of contests on BZ Power, and yeah, you definitely need as many active people as you can. Otherwise, it, it just draws out forever and ever. Right. All right, any uh, last remarks? I got nothing. No, I'm done. All right, well, I hope uh, to see a, a good surge of entries in the short story, in the short story contest, uh, title twisters, and um, can't wait to see who wins uh, so I can send out uh, some prizes once uh, I get over the backlog of other prizes I still have to send out. <laughs> right. All right. Well, thanks a lot, guys, for coming on. Yeah, yeah no sure. Okay, so joining me now are XCCJ and Takuma Nuva to talk about the 2012 Hero Factory sets, images of which have uh, been appearing in various places on the internet in the uh, past month or so. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. Pretty good. All right, so um, at first glance, it looks like we have 10 sets coming out in the first half of 2012. Um, five smaller ones, four medium size, and one larger one. It's a bit of a, a departure from uh, what we've been seeing in that um, there's only going to be five heroes and uh, several... Some of them are the smaller sets, and some of them are the larger ones, so it's an interesting mix there. And uh, so that means some of the villains are going to be the smaller sets as well. Uh, I'll go through a quick list of these sets. We have 6200 Evo, 6201 Toxic Reaper, 6202 Raka, 6203 Black Phantom, 6216 Jawblade, 6217 Surge, 6218 Splitface, 6227 Breeze, 6228 Thornrax, not to be confused with Thornax, and finally 6293 Ferno. So, nice job. Uh, thank you. Yeah, was, I, I read off my little cue card. <laughs> so uh, we have five heroes, all returning characters from the previous waves. Uh, what did you guys think of the heroes that we have this time around? Uh, Evo, Raka, 
Surge, Breeze, Inferno? Not, I, where's Bulk? Bulk was always my favorite. Yeah, um, I, I'm kind of missing uh, Stringer and um, Preston Stormer. I mean, he was the, the leader of the heroes, I thought. So where, where do you have to run off to? Well, I find it interesting that the last, the animal sets, they had a lot of bland colors, a lot of grays and blacks and whites. This one, all the heroes are bright colors, blues, greens, uh, gold, yellow. So those are some interesting choices, I guess. Ho- uh, ho- hopefully the next round we'll get back to the other guys who uh, didn't show up here. Yeah, that probably has to do with, um, you know, the, the test groups and, uh, you know, test marketing where the kids tend to like the brighter colors, so we've been told. So I that, that might have been a result. Um, I suppose that's why we don't see Stringer and Bullock and Stormers because white, black, and gray. Yeah, yeah, it's very possible. Although, I mean, we had white sets in Bionicle, um, you know, for for years and years. Same with black and, True. Uh, you know, who knows? They, maybe they just want to mix things up. And hopefully in the second half of 2012, we'll see the return of some of uh, the other uh, favorite characters. Yeah, I think they're just trying not to include all the same colors all the time. Right. Or I hope so. Except for Furno. You always have to have Furno, apparently. Well, sir, well, uh, Stormer was in the uh, first three waves, so uh, so he was the second runner-up, I guess, in that category. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I'm not sure that any of the other characters have been in uh, that many forms, or that, that many of the waves, except for uh, Furno and Stormer. So now, now Furno takes the, the lead, I guess. Right. What about, uh, uh, oh gosh, what's the blue guy? I can't remember Surge? his name. Surge. I mean, um, isn't he? I don't believe Surge was in the 3.0. Yeah, he wasn't an animal. Right. So, yeah, he was only in the, the original and then the 2.0. Right. Yeah, so, and actually, Ferno has been in uh, four iterations because he had the Ferno bike set as well. Although, if, if you go by that, then you can say Raka has also, this will also be Raka's third incarnation since he was in the 2 in the 3.0 wave. Um, uh, they was. Yeah. Raka and Raka XL. Oh, news to me. <laughs> I'm glad you paid <laughs> attention to these things. Shows you how much I follow. Right. So, um, before we go too much into the details of the sets, I think one of the interesting things, and I didn't even notice it when I first saw the pictures, I, I had to have uh, people in the forums point this out, is that most of the sets, um, other than the Black Phantom, come in what appear to be um, these Ziploc bags. Uh, what were your thoughts on that? Initial reaction? Can we wash it and use it for sandwiches later? <laughs> well, I, I would assume that they're kind of resealable so you can put the pieces and stuff back in. You th- They must be like really durable or something. You'd think that the pointier parts of the pieces would tear through it otherwise. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure they're probably, uh, you know, pretty heavy-duty, um, you know, like a Mylar kind of thing. Um, based on the pictures that are on uh, the German Amazon site, you know, they look like they have, um, a little hole so you can put them on pegs. Um, kind of like, so I think they don't even the, come in canisters at all. Right. Kind of like the, weird. uh, Ninjago sets, um, you know, the, the, I guess the little spinner packs are. So I can, uh, guess that we're going to be seeing more, um, more pegs instead of shelves at some toy stores to, uh, 
put these guys, but they can also, I guess, you know, still stack on the shelves based on the way the, the baggie is shaped. How yeah, are they going so... to justify that in the story? I mean, <laughs> run out of hero pods, economy's down, we're just going to throw in a plastic bag and fire out of a cannon? You know, personally, <laughs> uh, my, my reaction is, hey, I'm sure these cost a lot less than those plastic canisters oh, sure that tend to sit exactly. around and collect dust. So that means you can get a lot sure more pieces do. for the same amount, and I'm all for that. And hey, a plastic bag, you can pretend it's a parachute. <laughs> there you go. Yes, I guess that's one way of looking at it. It's like I said before, Hero Factory Green Army men. <laughs> right. So Jason, what are your thoughts on the bags? Um, well, like you said, I think it's a cost-effective thing. They're just trying to get a cheaper, cheaper uh, bag out there, I guess. Also, like... I've noticed with the collectible minifigures, some stores, instead of just kind of stacking them, they hang them on the shelf ends. So I could see them potentially doing that for these new hero factories, depending on how large they are, I guess. Right. And I mean, for, for the smaller ones, you take the, the pieces from one of the normal size heroes and it can fit in a pretty small bag. So I guess we'll have to see how it is. Um, I think that also gives the potential for hanging them up like right at the registers and trying to make them more of a, an impulse set. Uh, although they are kind of on the high price range for that. Right. And plus, maybe uh, the people are just getting tired of collecting all those canisters. I mean, Bionicle fans have loved them for years, but there is a down point in which you say, wow, I have way too many Hero Factory canisters that all look the same. Exactly. Yeah, they, they just start taking up too much space. Um, you know, I guess they're, they're useful for storing your, uh, you know, your sets in, but... Um, you know, if you're more of a builder, you're not going to do that. And then they just kind of collect dust. You might as well recycle them. So um, why should Lego you know, kind of waste that money if a lot of people aren't uh, making use of them? Right. All right. So let's uh, get into some of the, the sets themselves. Um, I, we're going to go through these in no particular order. It's basically the order in which I uh, open up the images on my browser. So you guys will have to follow along. Uh, we're going to start, though, with, with the big set, um, the Black Phantom, which I guess is the major villain we have this year. Uh, he's got a nice black and red color scheme going with uh, some, I guess, looks like trans yellow or possibly trans neon green highlights. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on this guy? Well, you want to know my first thoughts? He's a copy of Raka XL and the Fire Lord. That's what it looks like to me at first. He kind of reminded me of uh, Witch Doctor, too. I think that yeah. it looks very similar to the Witch Doctor. And then, and then again, I th I'm pretty sure that Raka XL, Witch Doctor, and Fire Lord all had a pretty pretty similar build. So Yeah, the, uh, of the three, the Witch Doctor had the most diverse build. But again, it looks like Lego is saying this build kind of works for one character, but they're just reusing it over and over again. Yeah, that's disappointing, especially after the 3.0 sets where we had all those um, varied creatures and stuff, you know. Right. Um, but so, but the, I guess the other the other villains are a little more varied, but we'll get to them. But yeah, I'm um, not, not too pleased. He, he does have some interesting parts. He looks like his big mace staff is uh, probably from the Green Lantern set that's also coming out. Uh, yeah, I believe... Um, that piece is from there. And then he also has um, that shield thing on his left arm, <laughs> um, which makes use of the, uh, the Thornax launchers. Those are back in this wave of sets, um, for better or for worse. 
But um, the thing on his left arm, it's kind of kind of reminds me of a Visorak, actually. It does, right. yeah. Uh, and it has like the little the little claw leg things, which um, I guess will will move and they kind of kind of grab at whatever. I really don't get what's going on with the fins on his head. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I guess I'm it's not a saying crazy that. Helmet. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, you know, to begin with. It just seems that I don't know. Maybe they could be a little smaller or something. I don't well, know. those are pieces that we previously had. Those are what the uh, the quasi spikes from the 3.0 sets. Oh, okay. Uh, pretty much, you know, basically just repurposed for for that. I think the uh, the claw arm things are kind of weird, especially the the tubes coming out of them. It's kind of like. Um, you know, are they supposed to be like launch, like shooting acid or, or venom or something out of those? Um, I'm not not sure what's going on with those. They look kind of awkward, especially using that um, that little four piece gear. I think on the back, you know, it looks kind of just tacked on. Yeah, windshield wipers. <laughs> yeah, I, I can just see. Um, I'm just foreseeing the review where they're going to say that the head is going to get in the way, you know, the spikes on the head are going to get in the way of the arms and vice versa for posing. So, like, my prediction for this guy is the review. The reviewer will say, oh, he has lots of great pieces, but he's uh, kind of the same build as uh, the previous larger sets. Right. The The limbs and stuff look like they might be in dark red, which is yeah, that, pretty awesome. that's what I was thinking. So, so that cool. I'm not an expert on pieces. Is dark red any different than metro red? Uh, yeah, that that they would be the same, but right previous. as opposed to the the okay. bright red that we've been seeing in like Ferno or you know the, the mean, Tahoe I mean, red. I just know that some people call it called darker red Metro red. I don't know if that's the same color here or if this is a different dark red. Yeah, it's it's the same one. Okay, just just wanted to right. clarify. Right, yeah, but, but the darker shade as opposed to the, the brighter, more vibrant one that most sets use. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, thus far. The limb pieces have only been available really in black and some shades of gray. So getting them in actual colors is pretty cool. Well, and bright red. Right. Right. So yeah, any any more variety and that's good. All right. Actually, so yeah. uh, go. Well, I, I'm just thinking that a darker red would be nicer than the bright red since it'll kind of blend oh, yeah. in easier than the bright red, which just stands out so much on some sets. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those 3.0 uh, villains. It's like, hey, look at me. I work at Target. He's <laughs> got a bullseye on him. All right, so let's move on. Um, we're going to go on to Evo next, um, who we've seen once before, I think, just. Yeah, just once. Right. So he seems to be um, one of the the smaller uh, bag sets. Um, he's got a, a Thornax launcher with, it looks like, I'm not sure if it's um, the same Thornex launcher pieces or if there's one piece that's new that has some like additional armoring or something or if that's just armor that goes over the launcher. Uh, yeah, the looks of it, it looks like a new piece. Yeah. I don't think it's a cover. Yeah, uh, probably because it, it looks like it probably has to be. So that's kind of interesting. Um, you know, though I kind of like the Thornex launcher piece and its simplicity uh, that you could kind of definitely use it in other things if need be. Uh, so that's the one big standout, and the other big standout being the uh, the handcuffs, um, or hero cuffs, whatever you want to call them, that make use of the uh, the larger chain link piece that we've seen in the past. Right. 
They seem it seems like the chain is a bit short to me. I mean, I'm just looking at pictures; it's kind of hard to tell. But it seems to me like it wouldn't be too effective with the villain sets to actually put them on. Well, we'll, we'll kind of get to Maybe. some of the villain sets in a bit, but I, I mean, you know, you're supposed to put your hands behind your back, and so you don't need uh, a huge amount of space. It'd be hard to to cuff the Black Phantom with those, but I think for most of the sets, it shouldn't be a, that big of an issue. You don't want them to be able to like move their arms when they're handcuffed, do you? Well, no. Good point. <laughs> I mean, unless we want an interesting plot, but... <laughs> Another interesting thing here is um, Evo seems to have quite a bit of armor on uh, on his body, which uh, is a bit of a departure from things we've seen in the past where um, the, the sets seem to be kind of under-equipped under uh, for he's got, fighting. He's, he's got a Borok for a right shoulder. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that... that um, Right shoulder armor is really impressive. Um, and then the, his right forearm piece is, you know, one of the chest armors. Um, so out of, you know, the eight possible spots, two on each leg and two on each arm, he has seven armor pieces. So that's pretty good compared to what we've seen in the past. Yeah, and also just the kind of his whole right arm is a gun kind of draws back to the original, uh, the original hero releases where they had that one giant gun piece. But this obviously looks much better, a lot better built. Right, oh, yeah. and obviously has the articulation, which is good. Although my guess is people are still going to want uh, to have two hands, and that's going to be uh, missed out on. Right, well, the, the original Evo only had one hand, and the other hand was a shield piece. So right. Hero, Hero Factory likes to break, give most of their heroes only one hand. Yeah, they like to go for the the asymmetrical design, I guess, which which can be good at times. But um, there there are times when I'd like to see two hands on the heroes. But that's why we have other sets. So um, I guess the the last thing to point out is um, his chest armor. Um, you know, I think uh, we don't know for sure if that's a sticker or if that's printed. But uh, he's, I'm hoping it's printed, and it's a pretty interesting design on there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I hate stickers. Yeah, I don't think any of the Hero Factory sets have really made too much use of stickers so far. Um, Some of the original villains had some stickers you can apply to them, but um, not since the last two waves. Right, yeah. I mean, I know the the 3.0 and some of the 2.0 sets had like those printed um, armor pieces, which were pretty awesome. Had some nice nice designs on there, but those didn't really match well. I, I know at least with the 3.0, they were the dark uh, dark green transparent pieces, and they looked cool, but um, you know they always usually tended to clash with the rest of the the hero. Yeah, yeah, an orange red hero with a green piece it just doesn't make sense. Right, these go uh, a lot better. All right, so moving on, we have uh, Breeze, who uh, I think is also um, one of the smaller. Price point sets. Uh, let me check on that. Oh, no, actually, she's one of the larger. Uh, the I guess the mid mid range price point. So, uh, you know, she's back. We haven't seen her in a little bit. Um, same uh, Thornax launcher, but in red this time. And actually, if you look at her, you can see a hand on her right side. So there's a possibility that um, Evo might have two hands. I guess. True. So hopefully, fingers crossed, everyone. Um, she's got a lot of colors going on, though, with the green, the red, and then the silver armor on her legs. Oh, that silver looks white to me. Uh, it might be white, you're right. But uh, either way, I think it's uh, one too many colors on there. Yeah, 
I don't like the white or silver or whatever it is. Yeah. The the blade wow. pieces on her left hand are pretty nice. That shield piece is kind of weird, though. What are your guys' thoughts on that? It, it looks like a honeycomb type thing, and I think a couple of the other sets also have a similar piece. Right. It it looks like they're going. It almost looks like they're going for some sort of techno sci-fi something or other look, and it just doesn't look good in red. Yeah, yeah. It. I think it would look good on some of the other sets that have like a, the transparent ones. You know, it looks yeah. kind of more like an energy shield. That's cool. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, here it looks like yeah, like a honeycomb drenched in ketchup. <laughs> Although with uh, Breeze on her armor, uh, the printing she has does kind of match that honeycomb stuff, so that that kind of fits the I motif suppose. a little. But it, it still looks looks kind of silly. And uh, how about those um, little thrusters she has on her feet? Yeah, I mean they look like just system bricks, but they're a nice addition, especially if she's supposed to be in some kind of honeycomb world where she has to fly around based on the background of the image I'm looking at. Right. Yeah. Um, if they are a system, I think that might be um, maybe not a first, but definitely one of the few occasions where we've seen system elements incorporated in these sets other than perhaps the um, lightsaber rods. Right. So that's, that's always interesting. Um, again, she also seems to have a, a good bit of armor. Um, she looks like a football player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She has two big... I think the shoulder pieces are different on her right and left, but they're both very large. Um, and and also an interesting thing is just that they brought back her original helmet, right. or at least the design. So we don't quite know if it if it's fits on the new style heads or if it has a peg that fits in the older style uh, Iron Man type heads that came out in the original way. But it's kind of interesting that Lego decided to go back to the original design to kind of make the character more recognizable. I, I definitely think that's a, a good move. I mean, something that Bionicle fans always complained about. So um, I'm, I'm pro this move to, to bring them in there. Oh, yeah. Same here. All right. Uh, next up, we have Ferno, who I believe is also one of the, the medium price point sets. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on him? Well, I mean, it looks like he's equipped for underwater situation. I just, what is what is he gonna do? Boil the water? <laughs> yeah, fire and water. Uh, I'm not sure how well that goes. I'm not um, sure I understand that. Yeah, so it looks like he has this. Looks like he has the same sort of white pieces going on too, and I'm not sure I like those here either. Yeah, because you, then you have the red, the the silver, and the white. Um, plus the black uh, underlying pieces, so it's it's again uh, a lot of different colors. I really like um, his chest armor. He's got the flame motif going on, which definitely fits him. Mm-hmm. Um, he has uh, again another system piece on his right arm. He's got that um, pike from uh, I guess the medieval sets, which is uh, an interesting touch. Although I th- I would have thought you know there would be something more fire theme, put like a like a flamethrower kind of thing on there maybe. Mm. Right. I mean, the idea of kind of a spear sort of thing, I guess, fits the underwater idea, but to me, it looks a little out of place. Yeah, especially since it's a, a kind of ornate-looking spear, you know. Whereas mm-hmm. under, you know, scuba diving, if you have like a harpoon gun, it's it's a very practical-looking device. Um, there's a lot going on with this guy. I mean, his right armor piece is transparent, which Those are um, always nice. Yeah, they're nice, but again, it looks out of place. You know, with no it's other like, transparent pieces on there. Uh, again, with the asymmetry. 
Yeah. Uh, his left arm, that his upper armor piece um, looks new. Doesn't look like any of the other ones we've looked at so far. And then is uh, the lower arm piece we've seen from the the 3.0 sets. Um, it was used by um, a couple Wasn't sets. Wasn't it used by Bulk, Stringer? And, or Stringer, that's right. Stringer as a claw. Um, <clears throat> and some of the other sets as well. Um, and then, of course, he has those two big uh, turboprop things. I guess they're supposed to be thrusters for moving underwater. Yeah, they, they look nice in this, in the main image of him. I kind of wonder if you look at him from the side or the back, if they look terribly out of place or something. Yeah, I feel like, like unfortunately uh, that might happen. They look like they could be a posability problem, too. Yeah, yeah, especially with those, um, those Technic tubes. Those, those tubes, things never yeah. like um, staying in one spot. Um, of, it's also you know good to, to note that he also has the same design as his uh, 1.0. Uh, version and in this case it does look like it is almost exactly the same so there's a good chance we're going to be seeing uh, the return of the Iron Man heads or uh, another similar design well that would have saved the Lego money in producing new pieces So yeah and we bad. do have a, a lot of other new pieces uh, that we've been looking at so well like one thing I'm disappointed at with the theme as a whole is that you had all the really cool new helmets and the animal themes and we're coming back here and it's like well, the helmets are recognizable. That's a good thing, but they're not quite as cool of a design as some of the animal ones were. So I'm a little disappointed about that. Yeah, the animal ones were definitely definitely really cool. Um, but I think it would be weird if they reused them in this line. Oh, yeah. No, obviously not okay. reuse them, but uh, so you're, bring you're out some new more... ones with the, same kind of with the same kind of unique designs. Right. Um, so I guess one thing to, to make note of, um, in the art for Breeze as well in, in the art for Ferno, you can see um, some of the villains in the background that we haven't gotten to yet. But it looks like, um, you know, Breeze had like the little thrusters and I guess she, her, she had like a flying villain in the background and um, Ferno seems to have uh, an underwater one. So yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense um, that they're going after them in these different environments. Yeah, like the last couple of series, they on the back of all the sets, they show the heroes, one hero facing off against one villain. So it looks like they're going to do that the same again. So Ferno will face off against the underwater villain, and Breeze will face off against the air villain. And so that way, they're kind of it's kind of like by these two characters because they're both fighting each other, kind of thing to get people to buy more product. Right. And so that brings us to our next set, uh, Jawblade, who is one of the smaller price point sets. Um, so he uh, is the one we saw in the background of the Ferno art, and he looks like he's kind of a shark, but with arms and, I guess, blades for a jaw, as his name might suggest. Uh, better than the Fangs set from uh, <laughs> last year. Uh, still this year, still this year. Still this year. Last wave. Right, yeah. Um, I think he looks kind of silly. He has um, arms, and then he has the, the original uh, Ferno weapons um, recolored, I believe. But they're, they kind of look like they're supposed to be fins, but he has hands that hold them, so it looks kind of funny. Yeah, I think he looks he would be a really cool set if he just got rid of the arms. Yeah, yeah, and just kind of gave him fins and made him a shark. Um and then he has a kind of dorsal fin on his head and then some other fins along his side. 
and then a, a very shark-looking tail in the end. Um, those pieces are from the like the Mystica, aren't they? Yeah. The uh, oh yeah, those look like Yeah, knew those look familiar. Uh, and he has a bunch of those little red uh, spikes all over him too. Um, I see a transparent, uh, I guess, uh, what is that, like a light red or orange um, armor piece. Um, nothing here looks really new other than his head. Uh, any, anything, any comments you guys have? I think maybe having the arms would be a little more justified if he had some sort of legs. Yeah, yeah if he was kind of like a, a humanoid shark. You know, make, make him a humanoid, but yeah. give him like a shark tail maybe. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I, I kind of like the overall design just because it is kind of cool to get a non-humanoid character again. Oh, that's definitely, definitely um, true. And he lo- he looks like he, I, I can't tell for sure, but it looks like he kind of has a better design than some of the 3.0 uh, animal sets, in my opinion. But again, the arms, I, I suppose the arms give him more character than he would if they were just fins, but they true. still seem a little out of place. Yeah, and especially since um, they seem to be fairly long arms as well. I mean, he's got you know the two joints in there, so they they look really out of scale. Uh, I think is the biggest thing, especially with um, you know the weapons in his hands. They just look way too big for the rest of the body, at least from the pictures that we have. Right. All right. Any other uh, comments on Jawblade? Nope. All right. Yeah. Uh, that brings us on to Raka. Um, who is one of the, the medium price sets. Um, back again in the nice gold, uh, what Matt Dang. knew he should have been. <laughs> right. Uh, so what are your thoughts on here? So we see that honeycomb piece again, uh, this time in, uh, is that transparent? It looks It, it looks like trans-neon green. Yeah. yeah. It actually uh, we also see the, th- the thornax piece in that color as well. Right. So and, and he has um he has some interesting weapon pieces and kind of this new chain like thing that's coming off his back. Yeah, it kind of it's some kind of I don't know bandolier or something. I mean, he has the spear on his um right arm or left arm, sorry, and it looks like uh, it's supposed to be a kind of a, a an ammo chain of spears going to. It, it almost looks like they're going for some sort of. It's kind of hard to tell. The picture looks kind of cluttery or something, but it looks like they're going for some sort of big crossbow. Yeah, yeah, because um, he has the Thornex launcher, but yeah. then he has the two kind of fins going off that make it look like a, a bow or a crossbow. Yeah, And it looks like there's arrows being fed into it, more or less. Right. Um, so we can see um, in some of the pictures of him that on his right arm, there's a gold armor piece, and then that big rounded one actually goes on top of it so there's actually two armor pieces going on there uh which is cool be you know because it's uh it means we're getting more of the old armor pieces and the new pieces that are compatible with them also probably means you're getting more gold pieces right and yeah more gold is always always a good thing i think one of the disappointments with the original Rocco was he only had two gold armor pieces to put on his legs or arms and the rest of them were black. Right. That was still better than Matt and Nui though. So <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> All right. So he has, um, you know, the, some interesting, uh, you know, graphics on his armor as well. Um, 
it kind of it's white to match the hero core, but there's not any other white that I can see on there. Um, I, I like the the gold and dark gray color scheme, and I think it makes that green look really out of place, especially on the Thornex launcher. Um, right. I think people would have rather had a gold Thornex launcher piece there. Right. Yeah. And, and if you look at the helmet, it's kind of neat that they have the scope eye again. So kind of uh, reminiscent of the Kopaka sets. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, his head looks pretty cool. Um, although, you know, obviously it doesn't match the previous one since that was his Savage Planet incarnation. Um, yeah, so like for, for both Raka and Evo, they're trying to use their original heads. But since we never saw their original heads, they're new pieces to us. Right. So always getting uh, new pieces is good. Um one thing uh, we can see in in one shot is that it looks like he has um, one of those little hand clip things on uh, one of his thigh armors that I guess the uh, hero cuff is supposed to clip onto for uh, for storage. So he doesn't always have to be holding it in his hand. So that's a kind of neat touch. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, I'm pretty sure a few of the other ones have had that too. Yeah, yeah. This is just the first time that I really was able to notice it. Um. Otherwise, I mean, he doesn't seem like a bad set. Obviously, more gold is good. Um, trans green as a color is always nice. I just am not sure it works very well on this set. So we'll see when we actually uh, get our hands on it, how it turn, how it looks for real. All right, uh, next up, we have Split Face. So uh, yes. We're all thinking the same thing here. Two-Face. <laughs> right, I mean, so Lego it. is making uh, superhero construction sets, so... This might be the test bed for uh, making a, a Two-Face one. Well, I have to say, um, I complained about the asymmetry in other sets, but this one, it's not that bad. No, I mean, it's obviously very much designed to uh, to be asymmetrical. Um, and, pl- and plus, red and gray work together. The, the line spikes everywhere. It's like, why'd they include line? Couldn't they come up with something else? But... Otherwise, the color schemes, the two colors uh, match up pretty well. Right. And uh, just to, to comment, you know, this is one of the medium price range sets. Um, he definitely looks a little bigger, so that makes sense. And in his art background, it looks like we can see Surge. So we can see, I guess, who he's getting paired up against. Um, I agree. I think the, the lime uh, spikes are kind of odd. But there's actually not that many of them. Um, I think his head is probably the coolest piece, and I really want to know if that's two pieces or if it's one. That would be really yeah, cool. Yeah, I if it was find two myself pieces. wondering the same thing. I, I think it almost has to be because I don't. I can't think of any time I've seen Lego make a, a two-tone piece where the color transition is that sharp, right? Or unless yeah. it's like half of it is painted, which I suppose is a possibility. And, of course, he has the, the armor that has silver on one side and red on the other, which um, I think looks really cool. Uh, my, the only thing with, um, with those two pieces, though, is that it kind of really limits your use in mocking. True. Um, so that is kind of a, a bit of an unfortunate side effect. We can see on his left side that he has those rounded two of those rounded armor pieces that we can now definitely clearly see. Actually, there's... Three of them, two larger ones, one smaller one. And you can see how they clip on to um, the little pegs that, that are on the, the main armor pieces. Um, he, the piece on his right arm, is that a, a new piece? Looks like it to me. 
guess I can't say for sure. Jason, have you seen that before? It looks looks new to me. Um, like the big shield piece. Yeah, yeah, on his where his hand yeah, would it, be. It looks similar to some released with uh, the 2.0 villains, but I think it's new. It looks larger. Yeah, it kind of seems a little too bulky, personally. But, um, yeah, it's a new piece, at least. <laughs> um, right. It looks like he has the two claws on there that I'm sh- probably um, can move a little bit, or at least I, I hope they can move on a piece that large. You know, I think, I think the two-toned idea is really cool. Uh, so... That kind of makes this a, a set I might be uh, interested in picking up. Uh, any other thoughts on him? I hope in the story he has some weird split personality. <laughs> he uh, he flips um, not that his thornex is Xamorosphere. You know, it's a it's a two headed Xamorosphere. <laughs> uh, so next up we have uh, Surge, uh, who is one of the the inexpensive sets to go against uh, Splitface, who you can see in his background art. Um, he's got the blue and lime green going on, which definitely not a fan of. It's also, they already used lime green in a couple of the other sets, so it's like, why do they have to reuse it here? Couldn't they come up with something new? Yeah, and I mean, there is actually a good amount of lime green. Uh, it looks like he has two one, one armor piece on each limb in lime green um, it looks like possibly his left forearm is lime green uh, plus the left hand and we're not sure what color the right hand is so that's a, a lot for a set that's supposed to be blue right um, and then a lot of the other pieces you know the the upper armor on his shoulders is silver and then the thornax launcher is also silver so um, not a fan of the color scheme and then you have his chest emblem which looks like it has lime green and orange or something on it. Right. And then the white hero core. Yeah, I mean, the white hero core wouldn't be bad, but there's just a, a lot of... But I think it makes it's made worse with all the other colors. Um, the His weapon on his left hand, that is... Um, is that his original weapon? I think it's an, it looks larger, doesn't it? I, I never had the original set, so I'm not sure. Um, I'll take your word on it then. Yeah, I didn't have that set either, so... Yeah, it, it looks definitely similar to his original weapon, that's for sure. Um, so it's nice in that regard that, you know, at least we're getting um, some throwback to the uh, the original sets again. Um, we can see the hero cuffs actually clipped onto his leg this time, so uh, that's kind of interesting. Although if they use a chain piece, the rest of that cuff is really just going to be dragging on the ground, and that's <laughs> going to be annoying. Oh, no, it almost looks like they're in outer space, so technically you'd be floating around. <laughs> okay, fine. And I guess underwater it'll be floating as well. But um, Natalie Bree's up in the air. You know, hers will be dangling dangling around her ankles. Although I guess it won't, it won't worry about her it tripping her, but it might get in the way of her rocket booster. So. Oh, boy. Yeah. I think it would have been better to try to find a way to put the clips like on the back. And maybe put That's two, two clips so you can clip both sides so it's not going to be flailing around while you play with the figures. But it's so much more fun when toys make noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to bring back uh, the light and sound effects from, uh, what was that, 2006? I guess there weren't any sound effects. We had the, the light up uh, swords and uh, piraka heads. All right, <laughs> uh, we'll go on then to Thornrax, who I guess is, Breeze is supposed to be fighting. So this is... Um, one of the smaller sets. Um, 
little kind of flying guy. Uh, reminds me a little bit of the new Irama in Bionicle. Right. And again, you have the uh, non-humanoid set. And this time I don't think they pulled it off quite as nicely as they did with um, with the shark one. But Really? I, I think I like this pieces. one um, better. I was going to say, I, I like this one personally. Uh, you know, he has the wings. Uh, he has, you know, it, it looks kind of like a wasp, right? So it has the stinger, definitely. Wings, check. And then it has two arms as opposed to having like, you know, six legs. So I think it kind of works. It has, um, those look like teal no, or turquoise. I, I, I think it's the new Masaryk blue or whatever that came in the um, Alien Conquest sets. What the uh, minifig uniforms color were. Okay. Still, but either I, way, it looks like an interesting blue. Yeah, yeah and we, we, have, we have limb pieces and hip joints in that color, which is we, nice. We've been begging Lego to bring back teal since, what, 2001? And it's like, <laughs> finally, we get something close to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely take it. Um, I'm not sure how well, well it works on this set. I mean, black and orange, that would be cool. Um, orange and teal, I think, would work well. But having all three colors, um, not, not a huge a little, fan. They do a little out of place. Right. Uh, any other thoughts on this set? Uh, the wings are obviously... Uh, rehashed from from previous sets. Uh, he's got little orange spikes, and then he has that um, that same quasi spike as his stinger. I think it would have been nice to see that in in black and orange, maybe, to uh, kind of go with the color scheme a little better. Right. Yeah. It also seems like, as opposed to a lot of the other villains, doesn't look like this is an individual as much. Because if you look at it like his art. It looks like there's a whole bunch of them in the background. Right. Uh, another thing to point out is that his head looks to be the same piece that was on Black Phantom's left shield. So he can yeah, have that, some oh, part yeah. kind of there. cool. But uh, in a different color, at least. So at least we'll get that in a couple colors. Um, and then we have the Thornex launcher in orange, too, which uh, is, is kind of cool. All right. Um, other, than, other than the head, I don't really see a lot of other new pieces. All the armor and stuff looks um, like we've seen it before, but in new colors, which is always nice. Right. All right, and that brings us to uh, Toxic Reaper. Yeah. Th- th- this is, in my opinion, I think this is one of the cooler sets. Right, and I guess this is who um, Evo is supposed to be going up against. So he is um, uh, a low-end, low-price set. Um, so you seem to like this. So share, share some so- thoughts on this. Well, I mean, the one thing I really like is the color scheme. It has so many trans green um, armor elements plus the flames and the uh, tubes on the back. And I, I, I guess I guess it's not so much the design, but from a um, uh, MLC uh, aspect, it was like this has so many great pieces to it. And it also, also looks kind of like an interesting little guy who would go roll around shooting green flames at you. Right. This guy actually, um, on one level, reminds me of Corroder. Uh, the earlier right, Hero Factory set, but done a lot better, <laughs> right? Um, instead of having those weird uh, tub things that were empty, that, that didn't have any lids on them, you know, he has those system-based canisters, which uh, look a lot better and have the tubes coming out. Um, like you said, Jason, a lot of trans neon green armor pieces, which is awesome. And then it looks like the transparent dark green flame pieces, which I think work uh, really well in this case. 
And it's interesting that his hands are actually armor pieces, it looks like. Yeah, and I mean, in a lot of the other sets, if they have a trans trans element, they only have like one or two of them, but this guy has like at least six. Yeah, yeah, at least six. Um, and I think the, the black and the lime definitely works really well. Oh, yeah. Um, his legs seem a little under-armored. He only has the two... Uh, trans pieces on his upper legs, nothing on the lower. And then his feet are obviously um, reused from the stars sets. Right. So um, a little uh, a little stingy on some of those, but he has two of those new um, upper uh, rounded shoulder armor, which is cool. His head is pretty interesting. He looks like this mean mean little guy, for sure. And yeah. his, his mouth um, actually also looks asymmetric, which is in, an interesting thing to note. Yeah, it does. Uh, and then it looks like um, his arm, his lower arm armor is some of the body armor pieces. And on his body, it looks like he has some of the, the arm and leg armor. Uh, you can see a piece to the left, uh, on his left under his head, it looks like. So that, that's going to be interesting to see how he, uh, he goes together. Right, and it's kind of nice that they're breaking away from here's one giant armor piece that goes on the torso. Right. my I think the, the one big gripe I can see with the set um, is that there's that big exposed ball joint behind his head, uh, which is always annoying to see. True. Um, but, you know, I think um, as far as a piece perspective, uh, he's pretty awesome. All right, uh, any other thoughts on Toxic Reaper? Nope. It's just pretty cool set. Okay, I think uh, it's all of them. So if you guys had to pick a uh, favorite, one you're definitely planning on getting, which would it be, uh, Jason? Oh, um, well, definitely the for the villains, I'd probably get Toxic Reaper. And for the heroes, I'm kind of split. They all look they all look fairly similar to each other, but. Um, but maybe Ferno. I don't, I don't know. None, none of them really stand out quite as much as um, as they did in previous uh, incarnations. But the villains in this set are in in this group of sets are all pretty cool and unique to themselves. So in in past in past groups, the heroes were the ones that stood out in design wise, and this time I think it's the villains. Mm-hmm. Well, one other thing I have to add about Toxic Reaper is what kind of name is that, right? It sounds like it's trying to, like, like it's trying to be slang and, and hip uh, by making it Reaper instead of Reaper. Um, and I can't say I'm but a big fan. It, it does, it, I don't know. I mean, just from the way he looks, it doesn't seem like Reaper is an appropriate name to me. No, no. I mean, if he was carrying around a big old scythe or something. <laughs> anyway, uh, Takuma, what would your favorite sets be? Uh, be if if you're gonna go pick some pick some up uh well as far as the heroes i would definitely have to go with raka for a number of reasons one being the gold two being that he's got like a crossbow thing i think that looks really cool even if it looks like a little big to me or at least the fins off the side and then that honeycomb type piece even if the color doesn't next Next, yeah, necessarily fit. It actually looks good, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so think it'll be some good use in, in Mox. For heroes, hands down, it would be Raka. For the villains, I can't really say any of them jump out at me. 
I kind of want to say Toxic Reaper, but I think I might have to go with Thorn Racks just because of the interesting blue colored pieces and that sort of nostalgia of looking like a Nui Rama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I agree, Jason, that the heroes, I don't think uh, any of them are, are real standouts. I think they're they're generally pretty solid uh, designs, but um, nothing really too exciting. I'd probably go with Ferno myself, uh, just because I think he has um, one of the most cohesive uh, designs, um, him or, or Evo probably. Um, and you know, I have, I have all the other Ferno sets, so might as well get uh, keep keep that trend going. Um, right. And then for the villains, I'd probably go with Utakuma uh, and pick up the Throne Racks. Uh, because of that, that blue color, which I think is really cool. And I think uh, the design is um, the most unique of, of the villains we have. And I would definitely stay away from, from Black Phantom, personally. <laughs> so, so why don't we go around? What, um, that, that's, Black Phantom is probably my least favorite set, just because it's very uninspiring. What about you guys? What would be your least favorite? Hmm. I, mean, I, I don't think Black Phantom looks that bad, personally. He does a lot of things that better. Right, like we discussed before, I mean, he's very similar to previous sets we've seen. So I'm not not saying that he's the the least original, I think, of of any of them. Um, So, so Jason, do you have a least favorite? Um, Not too much. I'm not a big fan of Breeze or Surge just because of their crazy color schemes. Mm -hmm. Um, That's kind of where I was leaning to. Yeah, yeah, Lego. I think um, definitely has to to work on that. And even on Inferno, he has those those white or silver uh, leg armor pieces, which I'm not a huge fan of. Um, swap those out for for like black or red or orange or something, make him look a little better. <laughs> All right, and I think a, a good runner up that we we don't want to leave out is um, the the split face. He's definitely a, a very interesting set. Um, Indeed. Definitely something unique for Lego to have done. I mean, yeah, he's a humanoid, but it's uh, it's something unique that I don't think Lego's really done in in any of their construction lines so far. So props to them for that. Yeah, and so like overall, the theme compared to the other um, the other groups of Hero Factory sets that have come out in the past few years, I don't quite think it's as good as the Animal Group, but I think it it takes a lot of the designs that have worked. In the, in the previous two themes and really, really works well with them. So I think this is one of the better series we've seen in Hero Factory yet. Right, so this is the, the fourth wave we've had and I agree, I think 3.0 was definitely the best. Um, I think this one you know, might, might beat out um, 2.0. I think the villain design is definitely better than the 2.0 sets. And the heroes... Uh, they've definitely come a long way from where they were uh, when we first saw the the new building design system in 2.0. You know, a lot more variety in them. Uh, that's definitely uh, a good thing, too. Is there actually a name for this wave yet? It's not 4.0, is it? Do we know? Um, I don't know that we've heard an, origi- uh, an official name, although uh, possibly if we look at the, uh, the box art. Uh, have you seen anything, Jason, that you can think of? No, uh, unless it has something to do with the whole breaking out of prison thing. That's that seems to be the general storyline. 
for the love of Matanoia, it better not be 4.0. <laughs> well, all right, I'm 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 looking at, um, oh, this is interesting. I'm looking at the, the Black Phantom box. It doesn't say 4.0 anywhere, but on the, the right corner of the box, it says Black Phantom, and then it says plus 500 game points, herofactory.lego.com. So uh, there, there's some speculation. I'm sure members have, have caught that. It looks like there's going to be, uh, it's similar to... Um, I guess like the Kanoka codes and disc codes and stuff we've seen in the past where there's going to be some kind of code that you enter in to get points uh, to play some kind of game on, on Lego Duck on the Hero Factory website, which um, definitely cool. Yeah, and another thing I remember hearing about is that the, uh, the heroes are, the, her- the two heroes and villains can combine with each other um, to create a combiner set. And so that's kind of another buy both of them uh, thing to look for. Right. Yeah, it's it's cool to see Lego bringing back the combiners. Um, oh, man, I miss that a lot. All right, so I pulled up Evo's package, and I don't see any kind of indication as far as what this wave is called. I do see plus 200 game points on, on him, so that's uh, one of the, the smaller sets. Um, I'd guess the, uh, the other ones are probably three or 400. And um, if you look at the, the packaging closely, you can see uh, it does say resealable on the top. And there's actually a, a Hero Factory zipper printed on there to, to kind of show you that you can open and close it. So that's kind of cool. Uh, and it looks like the, the medium sets are 300 points. So that's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what this game is. I'll have to see if we can bug uh, Binkmeister and maybe get, uh, get some details uh, about what's, uh, what's going on with those. Yep. All right. Um, any final thoughts on the Hero Factory 2012 first half sets? It looks like it'll be an interesting uh, series. Football. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll, they should be out in time for the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks there a lot, we guys. Um, and I hope to talk to you all again in the future. All right. Thanks. All right. And just like that, our show is nearly at an end. I hope you enjoyed our discussions. If you did, be sure to leave feedback on iTunes or in the talkback thread on BZ Power. And also, you can always send your questions and comments to powercast at bzpower.com. I hope you all tune back in next month. And until then, I'm going to leave you with Mixed Meeg's latest song. Thanks, guys. Take care.
We talked until two, and then she said, "It's time for bed." Okay, so joining uh, me now. Oh, you just ruined it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> you should be. 